Welcome to Time for Nach. We are up to Sefer Shoftim. We are Perak 2, the second Perak of uh, Sefer Shoftim. I'm about to encounter a very sad passage. This is after Yeshua's death is reported. A new generation arose. They didn't know Hashem. They were unaware of the various chasadim, the various kindnesses that he performed for the Bnei Yisrael. The Perak starts with the Malach. A uh, Malach can mean an angel, but here it sounds like it just means an emissary, someone sent. Rashi writes this is actually Pinchas. And he informs the Bnei Yisrael that they are sinning. Um, this is specifically focused on idol- idolatry of Edezara, not removing the nations from Eretz Yisrael as well. Um, and the, uh, the people uh, offer sacrifices, they cry, they bring carbonus. But nevertheless, that is not enough to stop the perpetuation of Averis, or at least the cycle repeating itself, as this parak lays out. This parak is are the genes for the entire Sefer Shoftim. And it's sad when people don't know their history, their context, uh, their, their roots, what they should be doing, they grab anything. And this parak is effectively describing that cycle. We have people not observing Hashem, uh, not observing his mitzvahs, not wanting a relationship with Hashem. And the calamitous results of that. Other nations come and attack us. They take some territory from us on occasion. Uh, They certainly oppress us. And then Hashem decides in his kindness, he's going to appoint the shofet, a judge. That judge rises up. We cry out to Hashem uh, because it's just so difficult. We can't handle it. And eventually that judge saves us. That inspires a tshuva process. But again, when the judge dies or later on in the judge's career, that itself is forgotten and the cycle repeats itself. Just as a theme, it's so important to find, of course, nationally, we have to find our nakuda of, of who we are as a nation, but personally too. The Gemara in Psachim says that Rav Yosef, when it came to Shavuos, used to cook in celebration of Shavuos a special three-year-old calf, and he, an iglatilsa, and he said, if it were not for that day, Kama Yosef Ikebeshuka, there'd be so many different Josephs in the, in the marketplace. Also, Randall Weinbach, if Rav Yosef was giving Hodar, if he was being expressing gratitude for receiving the Torah and what that made him as a person, why is he saying there'd be so many other Yosefs, plural, in the marketplace? Just say, I would be another guy. I'd be another Joe or something, not Rav Yosef. Rav Weinbach, in typical style, says, no. The point is that if he wouldn't have the anchor of Torah, he'd be a million different Yosefs. You know why? Because today he'd be Yosef who likes this. Tomorrow he'd be Yosef who likes that fat. In two years' time, he'd be doing this. In five years' time, his hobby would be this. He'd change a million times. He'd be a million different Yosefs. But now he's found Torah. Now he's found his roots. Now he's found his real identity. He's the one true Yosef. And that's the Rav Yosef, hence giving the Hodar, the gratitude, expressing thanks to Hashem for Torah. So these prakim, this story of Sefer Shoftin, it's the ups and the downs. It's our struggle to find our national identity and what we really should be doing, keeping our shams and mitzvahs, building that relationship.